Welcome to Zaslow Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 3. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No, before. For day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jarn Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. Welcome. Zaslow Show 2.0. It is a Friday, the 29th of September. Good to have you aboard. We are part of the Believe Podcast Network, and everything Zaslow Show 2.0, of course, is presented by Anna John Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-3, If you're dealing with a personal injury, I send you to the best accident attorneys around. They treat you like family. They get you the money that you deserve. Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, those are my guys. They've treated me like family, and now I make sure that if you're hurt, if you're dealing with an injury, you get compensated properly. Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys, 800-747-FREE, 800-747-3733. Got a great show today. We did it, everybody. We made it to Friday, and we are just two sleeps away from a monster Dolphins game at Orchard Park in Buffalo. I can't wait for this Sunday's action. We got the full slate of college football tomorrow. Look, it's Friday, so you don't need to worry. Oh my God, Zaslow, there's so much going on. I'm going to tell you if it's a big game or if it's not a big game, so don't worry. We got everything covered right here on a Friday edition of Zaslow Show 2.0. You know what I'm talking about. And of course, if we're talking football, yeah. Bet Online, your number one information source for all your sports wagering info. They got up to the minute stats, they got news, they got scores, they got all the matchup breakdowns. Get the latest game odds, the spreads, the totals for all your NFL games, your college football games. It's at your fingertips with Bet Online's real time updates, stats, news, and odds. From the start of both seasons, all through the college football playoff. And the Super Bowl. Bet Online gives you access to the best football promotions, the best contests available anywhere online. Head to the Bet Online website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Remember to use the promo code BELIEVE. That's promo code BELIEVE, B L E A V, and you're to get your 50% welcome bonus 
on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. It's Friday, which means, hey, we also got big movie, not a big movie. I'm going to the movies this afternoon. That's right. Saw X is out today. Now, my, I, you know, damn it. I should have brought this up yesterday. So our pal Israel Gutierrez was on the show yesterday. We talked about, you know, Damian Lillard, the heat, all that stuff. <coughs> Israel was, he was my date for the, for the, for the OG Saw movies. He, you know, it's hard for me to find someone to go to the theater with to see a horror movie. My wife's not going, you know, and hey, you, you, you go to the movies with your, like, at my age, although back then we're talking at least 15 years ago, so I was in my 20s back then, and Israel's a few years older than me, so I guess he was in his early 30s. He would go see the Saw movies with me. We saw probably the, we saw definitely the third and the fourth, maybe also the fifth. Then he was out, I guess. He, he bailed at that point. But he was my date for the Saw movies. We would go see Saw, and then we would go to TGI Fridays right after in the Oakwood Plaza, the two of us. Like a nice little date. But anyway, I should have told him yes. I should have invited him yesterday. He was on the show yesterday. You can go back into the Zaslow Show 2.0 archives, and you can check that out. But anyway, so I'm going this afternoon. I have someone to see horror movies with again. And it's not like I'm this... It's not like I love horror movies. I do like horror movies, but... If it weren't for my son, for my older son, Cordy, he's almost 15 years old. He loves horror movies. So we see all the horror movies in the theater. And he gets scared. He covers his eyes. I go, take your hands down, you pussy. He loves the horror movies. And he came into my room this morning when I was getting ready for the show. Dad, can we go see the new Saw movie? He loves the Saw movies. We binged all the Saw movies so he can get caught up a few years ago. Granted, a few years ago. He's 14 now. I mean, it was like 10 or 11. We're binging the Saw movies. Not a true story. So, comes in. Dad, can we see the new Saw movie today? I'm not going to give out a spoiler, but Saw's probably going to be in big movie or not a big movie today. And I said, yes, son. Of course I will take you to see the torture porn film Saw X. So, we're going today to see the new Saw movie. You know what I'm talking about. All right. So, I'm very excited about that. We got a nice day planned, especially because after I do this show here, we're going to see Saul. You're going to be enjoying Zaslow Show 2.0 today on a Friday. And then tonight, your evening is mapped out also because I'm back on ESPN Radio this evening, co-hosting Amber and Ian, 7 to 9 p.m. It's usually 7 to 10. I think there's baseball tonight. Oh, no, you know, I think it's college football. So we're only going up till 9, 7 to 9 p.m. tonight with... Amber Wilson, best girl, best talk show host out there. So co-hosting tonight, Amber and Ian, alongside Amber Wilson, again for the second week in a row. It seems like this could be, I'm not going to say a regular thing, but I think there's opportunities for her on, for for me, on Fridays because her co-host, Ian Fitzsimmons, he does college football. So he's not available on, I think it's NFL too. So he's not available most Fridays. So tonight, I'm on again with Amber. You guys should tune in. ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. I'm not sure if it's on ESPN 106.3 West Palm. I'm not sure if they have local programming or if they carry national at the time. And you could also listen on the ESPN app. But your best bet, Sirius XM Channel 80. That's always going to have your ESPN Radio. So tonight, we're back on ESPN Radio. Make sure you check that out. That's going to be fun. All right. So the main stories today. Dolphins this weekend. Heat. We still have reaction from Damian Lillard because... More stories have come out. More details have come out. And this is where, all right, the Heat are going to start releasing details. Because the Heat now, who are super secretive, they're going to want it to be known, this is what happened. It's not that we didn't want to make a deal. It's not that we're incompetent. This is what was going on. So the Heat are going to start leaking out stuff now. And there are stories out there about the divorce between Lillard and the Blazers. And it was super contentious. Like, I figured, okay, maybe everything's going to wind up being okay. <clears throat> they sent him to Milwaukee. You can't be upset about that if you're Damian Lillard. But you read some of the details about how it all went down, and we'll get to that. And there's not going to be any making up between Damian Lillard and at least the general manager, Joe Cronin. Maybe when he's fired one day, because he will be fired. He's clearly, he is a cockroach, this Joe Cronin. He will clearly be fired one day. Maybe at that point... Maybe then there's some type of makeup, but this Joe Cronin 
took spite to a whole nother level and made it super personal and like a cockroach. He refused to even talk to the Miami Heat. So we're going to get to that. There's still, so, there's still some meat left on that bone, all right? But first, we're going to start with the Marlins. So the Marlins go into their... They, they have four games remaining going into last night. They're a game up on Chicago Cubs. And, and they're one and a half back, right? One, two back? Yeah, two back. Yeah, two back of Arizona going into yesterday. So, But most importantly, the Cubs. They're a game up on the Cubs. And if you win last night and the Cubs lose yesterday, that sets up for a super advantageous weekend for the Marlins going to Pittsburgh. And the Cubs are playing Milwaukee this weekend. Going to Milwaukee. The whole game. We're keeping it. You're watching the Marlins. You're keeping an eye on the Cubs. The Cubs are down the whole game. Cubs wind up losing 5-3. They're down 5-1. They wind up losing 5-3. If the Marlins can get a win, we set up for a big-time opportunity this weekend for the Marlins to make the postseason for just the third time in a 162-game schedule. It's important to say that because in 2020, the 60-game season, that's bullshit, all right? Just the third time in 31 years of Marlins baseball in a 162-game season. Think about that. Three times in 31 years is what they're trying to go for here. Jesus Lazardo is pitching his ass off. No Six and a third he goes, no runs, like four or five hits. He he was dealing. I was listening, actually, I was in the car a lot for the first few innings of the game, so I'm listening on Marlins radio. I got to tell you, I don't know how Marlins fans feel about him. Kyle Selaff, you know, first year doing the Marlins games, I think he's very good. And I'm pretty sure it was Kelly Sacco who was who was also on the call with him. Kyle Selaff, I, I think he's really good. But anyway, Lizardo is dealing. And the Marlins can't get a run. Now, it was like the fifth inning where the Marlins should have had a run, but because Brian De La Cruz wasn't hustling, he was loggy-gagging home, to th- home, and you ended up getting the, fo- the out at second, not a force out, because he was originally safe, and Edwards slid over the bag, and then he was tagged, so it wasn't a force out. The run would have counted if Brian De La Cruz was hustling. He was not. one nothing is a major difference than going into the ninth inning, uh, or go- going into the ninth inning down one nothing like they were. Could have been tied 1-1, Instead, they end up being down one nothing going into the ninth. You get the first guy aboard. I think now there was one out. And Jazz Chisholm, a blast to opposite field, left center field, hits off the top of the wall. And now all of a sudden downstairs in the Zazlo Mansion, yeah, yeah, oh, because, oh, you know, you see it's, it's going deep, but it's like, oh, because it went out the top of the wall. So at least the one run comes in. Jazz gets to second, very next at bat, base hit, Jazz comes in to score, we got a 2-1 game, the Marlins have taken the lead, and then the rain starts pouring down, well it it had been raining really hard, but then it got to a place I guess, the umpire's like we can't keep playing, it's the ninth inning, I think there was two out at this point, it's the ninth inning, the Marlins are up 2-1, we gotta finish this game, Three hours later, it's like 1 a.m. I can't stay up any longer at this point. I went to sleep at like 11.45. Like, I I can't wait any longer. I was watching the football game. I'm keeping track of the Marlins rain delay on my phone, waiting for it to say game is resumed. There was never a, you know, game is going to start at X time. I I can't stay up all night waiting for a half inning. So I went to sleep. I woke up this morning. Game suspended. So three hours later, they called it. And this is like close to 1 a.m. And the grounds crew is out there. And we know what happened a few days ago where the grounds crew did not take care of the field properly. And the Marlins had to play a doubleheader. I mean, shit, if it wasn't a doubleheader, maybe the Marlins would have won that first game of the series. Instead, they lost the first game of the series, won the second half of the doubleheader, and were on their way to winning last night. Skip Schumacher, Marlins manager, who I like a lot, he lit up the head of the groundskeeping crew. The umpire had to hold him back, had to push back. Skip Kim Ng was there on the field. Skip is pointing, saying it's bullshit, yelling at him, a lot of finger pointing at the head groundskeeper. I've never seen anything like that. He lit his ass up. 
I mean, the, and we know the Marlins were pissed off a couple nights ago. Hell, the owner of the Mets, Steve Cohen, he came out with a whole apology and a whole deal about what happened with not being able to play the game on Wednesday night. Mets are fucking assholes. They screwed this thing up, and clearly Skip had a problem with the way last night was handled too. Although maybe he was going off on him about what happened two days before. I don't know, but he lit up the grounds head groundskeeper. I've never seen that before. So here's the situation. They're potentially going to finish the game on Monday. Everybody has a day off Monday. And then the NL and then the, the wild card series, which are best of three. The wild card series begin on Tuesday. So everybody's playing up until Sunday. You got Monday off. Part of the reason they have the Monday off is because a situation like this, that they have to make up a game. They need that open date. And then the postseason begins on Tuesday for the wild card series. The top two seeds, top two division winners in each league, they automatically advance to the divisional round, which is best of five. So here's the scenario. The Marlins, if necessary, are going to head back to New York on Monday to play the rest of the ninth inning. So they were in New York last night. They have flown to Pittsburgh for this weekend. And then they may be flying back to New York on Monday, probably will, to play one inning. I mean, it could take 10 minutes. That's all they're going there for. And then they're going to have to fly out to either Philadelphia or Milwaukee to begin a playoff series on Tuesday. That's a lot of travel. It is what it is. That's a lot. But but it's exciting if you're a Marlins fan. So here's the scenario. They will head back to New York Monday if necessary. Right now, the Marlins, because the Cubs lost last night, which is just as good as a Marlins win. The Marlins are a game and a half up on Chicago. The Marlins' magic number to clinch a playoff spot is three. Could have been two if they were able to finish last night. Marlins' magic number is three. So any combination over the next three days of Marlins wins and Cubs losses that equal three, Marlins are in. They're in a great spot. So here's what we got. If the Cubs were to sweep the Brewers, now are the Brewers going to be playing all their guys throughout the weekend? Brewers and Cubs are big rivals. I would imagine they will. I would imagine they will. If the Cubs sweep, and plus, the Brewers, they're off Monday, and they're not playing in the wild card round. So the Brewers, no, the Brewers are the third team, excuse me. I was going to say, the Brewers are not going to have to play again until the end of the week, but that's going to go to the NL East winner and the NL West winner. All right, because I was going to say, you would definitely play your guys because you can't have so many days off. But the Brewers are just going to be off Monday. They're going to host the third wild card team on Tuesday. All right, scratch that. But anyway. If the Cubs were to sweep the Brewers this weekend and the Marlins win two out of three in Pittsburgh, Marlins have to fly to New York for Monday and play the ninth inning. If the Cubs go two and one at the Brewers this weekend and the Marlins go one and two in Pittsburgh, they fly to New York to play one inning. If the Cubs lose two out of three, if the Cubs go one and two this weekend and the Marlins go two and one, they clinch. And depending on what happens with Arizona, they could have to fly to New York for Monday. Like if Arizona, if the, if, if the Marlins get the magic number, Cubs go one and two, Marlins go two and one, they clinch a wild card spot. If they could still catch Arizona for number two, they have to go to New York and play that game. If they can't catch Arizona for number two, Marlins are going to play 161 games. They're not going to have to play. I think that's the scenario you want. The difference between wild card two and wild card three, neither of you are getting a home game. In the wild card round, they only play in one stadium. And the second and third wild card teams, they don't get any home games. The difference between the wild card two and wild card three is the difference between playing a series at Milwaukee, a best out of three, or at Philadelphia. Best out of three. Both teams are really good. I don't think there's much of a difference. So if you're... Like, what's the better scenario? Like, let's say you'd rather play Philadelphia than Milwaukee. I think the difference is negligible if you're talking about... Would you rather play Philadelphia instead of Milwaukee? 
but you had to fly to New York the day before from Pittsburgh before flying to Philadelphia. Do you want to do that? I'd say no. I'd rather just play the NL Central winner. I think that's the... I think if you're a Marlins fan, that's probably your line of thinking. So, anyway, overall, this is a really, really fun weekend for the Marlins fan. In 31 years, you have not had very many... You've had less than half a dozen final weeks like this one if you're a Marlins fan. So, this is this is going to be fun. All right. Guys, I've been telling you about Sheets and Giggles. Why have I been telling you about Sheets and Giggles for the last five, six months? I want to make sure you guys are getting the best sleep of your life. And if you're not using Sheets and Giggles bed sheets, you're missing out. You're missing out on not only the best sleep of your life, but it's so comfortable. Naturally softer, cooler, most breathable sheets. I mean, I, I've been telling you for a while now because when I wake up in the morning, I, I'm refreshed. And that's what you're looking for with your bed sheets. Get the best sleep of your life with Sheets and Giggles irresistibly soft eucalyptus sheets. A unique satin weave. Their sheets are not only soft, they're also breathable. You get sleep cool and comfortable all night long. And right now, they got their annual fall sale going on. Go to SheetsGiggles.com. Annual fall sale, 25% off. And how about this? If it's your first time ordering Sheets and Giggles, it's not going to be your last Because you're going to become one of over 100,000 Americans who are using Sheets and Giggles and never turning back. If it's your first time ordering on Sheets and Giggles, go to SheetsGiggles.com. Use promo code ZASLOW, Z-A-S-L-O-W, 20% off your first order. I mean, come on. My man Colin, founder and CEO of Sheets and Giggles, he did it. We're getting best sheets. We're getting the softest, most cool sheets. And at affordable price, all the while taking care of the environment. SheetsGiggles.com. Use promo code Zazlo. Again, SheetsGiggles.com. Promo code Zazlo. Now, how am I going to enjoy the Dolphins this weekend? You know it's going to be with a Johnny Cuba in my hand, all right? Johnny Cuba, official beer of Zazlo Show 2.0. European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. You can pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, your local Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie, Remember, always drink responsibly. So easy when you have a six-pack of Johnny Cuba in your fridge. I love when you guys pick up a Johnny Cuba for the first time. You send me a picture or a video, your first pour, no foam, don't be a buster. And you're like, Zazlo, I didn't know Johnny Cuba was so delicious. I'm like, yeah, I've been telling you. And then I post it on my Instagram. I'm an influencer. And then you become super famous. My man Juan from Johnny Cuba, he loves when I do that as well. Go pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. And hey, tomorrow night, how about this? Saturday night, the new Deatom Pickleball Complex. Deatom Pickleball Complex. It's in Coconut Creek, 1000 Coconut Creek Boulevard. It's a pickleball venue. Everybody loves pickleball. So the Pickleball Complex, 1000 Coconut Creek Boulevard, tomorrow night from 5 to 9 p.m. Pickleball open play. Johnny Cuba's presenting. There's going to be a ton of Johnny Cuba there. All kinds of beers. Come hang out with your boy. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there with my son. I might bring the whole family. I don't know. I can't predict the future. But coming out, Pickleball Open Play, presented by Johnny Cuba tomorrow night. We'll have some beers together. Let's go. At the Pickleball Complex, 1000 Coconut Creek Boulevard, 5 to 9 p.m. Coming out tomorrow. We're going to have a great time. You watch some college football over there as well. I'm sure they got the TVs. We're going to have a great time. All right. There you go. Again, Johnny Cuba. Don't forget Johnny Cuba's mantra. Stay Tranquilo. All right, we'll get to big game, not a big game coming up. But I got a few things here on the Dolphins. So, I think the big story with the Dolphins, and we talked about this a couple days ago, right? What does it mean if they don't win this game? And I asked Steve Tasker, Steve Tasker, former Buffalo Bill great, and I asked him a couple days ago. You can go back and listen to our conversation on Zaslow Show 2.0 earlier in the week. Who needs the game more? And I asked him, and he felt the Bills need the game more. And I told you that as well. I also think the Bills need this game more. If the Dolphins don't win this game, it does not like it does not mean they're not real or they're the same old Dolphins. You're not paying attention if you think that the result of this Sunday 
a game on the road at a very good team, a team that is favored, a team that is favored to win the AFC East, and a team that is a Super Bowl contender going into this season. If you think the Dolphins losing their first game of the year, they're not going undefeated. If you think the Dolphins losing their first game of the year at the Buffalo Bills this weekend, I mean, unless they lose 60 to nothing, if you think the Dolphins have to win that game this weekend to prove they're not the same old Dolphins, you're out to lunch. You're out to lunch. We already know this is not the same old Dolphins. The Dolphins have shown you not, not just the first few games this year, but what they did last year too. This, The Dolphins' past futility, their past failures, has nothing to do with this team right now. If the Dolphins don't win this weekend, it does not mean they're the same old Dolphins. But here's the thing. They're going to win this game. They're too good. And they're going to show everyone this weekend what they're really about. It's one thing to put up. I know, oh, Zazzle, everybody's been watching the Dolphins. He just scored 70 on the Broncos. Yes, they got everybody's attention, obviously. But they got everyone's attention the way, the way a circus freak gets everyone's attention. You have to go over there and look at it. That's a crazy thing I've never seen before. 70? 70 to 20? And the Broncos should be just as much the story because they are a dumpster fire. You win this weekend, you really get everyone's attention. This weekend, this game, winning at Buffalo, that's the game that opens everyone's eyes and they're going to win. They're going to put everyone on notice this weekend. I just think, you know, like last night, I was on the BetQL network on BetMGM Live with uh, with my friend Trista Crick, who everyone down here hates. But she's my friend, and I was on I was on BetMGM Live last night, and they asked me, her and her co-hosts, do I think the Dolphins, like, who's going to win this weekend, Dolphins or Bills? And, and I gave a whole explanation, and then at the end, though, like, I really simply put, they just won by 50. You're going to pick against the team that just won by 50? The Dolphins are going to go into... If they don't, all right. Like, you're going to have a few losses this year. Everybody knows that. Losing at Buffalo? Nothing to be ashamed of. But they're going to win this game this weekend. And they're going to turn everyone's heads. And if you had... I don't think anyone doubts that the Dolphins are for real. But if any part of you was wondering, yeah... This game's going to be a shootout. I think we got a lot of points. Is it going to be the team that has the ball last? I hope not. I'm not trying to have an aneurysm. But very similar to last year, it was week three, right? The Dolphins were 2-0. They just had wins at New England and at Baltimore. And the Buffalo game here was a struggle. Dolphins won that game. It was like, they won, what was it, uh, uh, 20... It was like 21-15 they won, something like that. I think that's what it was, 21-15 maybe. Because remember, you had the, the butt punt, and it was a safety, and it, and it was a disaster. Anyway, they won like 21-15, 21-16, something like that. Anyway, great game, came down right to the end, and Josh Allen with the poor decisions, not only did he have, he had a turnover earlier in the game, remember he bobbled a, a snap, which they couldn't spike the ball, and then didn't get points at the end of the second quarter. At the end of the game, he threw the ball into the ground on fourth down when the receiver was open in the end zone. Dolphins win. Dolphins offense didn't play well. Tua didn't play well. Dolphins offense is incredible right now. Tua is incredible. And Jalen Waddle is likely to return this weekend. This is a very different Dolphin team than last year. Dolphins lost 34-31. They lost by three with Skylar Thompson, who is not an NFL quarterback. They lost by three in the wildcard game in Buffalo. Dolphins are going to win this game this weekend. Dolphins are going to be 4-0 when we talk again on Monday. And here is why this game, I, I, I agree with Steve Tasker, this game's bigger for Buffalo. If the Dolphins win this game, not only does Buffalo go get two losses already in the division, the Dolphins would have two wins in the division, both on the road, and the Dolphins would be up two games in the division with the current tiebreak in hand and the last game of the season at home 
against Buffalo. If the Dolphins win this game this weekend and they're 4-0, a 4-0 Dolphins team who is a juggernaut on offense that you're two games behind and don't own the tiebreak, that will be a steep mountain for Buffalo to climb. Dolphins are going to win this game this weekend. And it's going to hurt Buffalo when they do. It's go- They're going to be looking up at the Dolphins the rest of the season after the Dolphins win this game this weekend and put everyone on notice. Man, this, this week gets me fun as hell. Oh my, I can't wait. Game of the weekend. Well, I mean, I don't want to spoil big game or not a big game, but game of the weekend. All right. You know what? I've said it all. It's, it's time for them to play. Time for me to tell you all. Is it a big game? Or is it not a big game? Big game or not a big game? Every Friday, we let you know what you got to be paying attention to. And every Friday, big game or not a big game is always brought to us by Brunt Insurance. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, no matter where you're calling from, 954-589-2204. No matter where you're calling from in the state of Florida, Brunt Insurance has offices all throughout the state. Number one insurance agency in the state of Florida. That's why I've been getting my homeowner's insurance from Greg Brunt and Brunt Insurance for almost 10 years now. And I got the best insurance agency on Zaslow Show 2.0. I trust them. I get the most comprehensive coverage. And I'm getting the most affordable rate out there. I don't have to lay awake at night wondering if my insurance is going to cover any type of damage that occurs in my home. If you're looking for affordable care that offers the best coverage, maybe on your car, your motorcycle, your boat, you made the right call. 954-589-2204. Like I said, I get my homeowner's insurance with Brunt Insurance, but they can cover all of these items for you. The team at Brunt Insurance has the expertise and the experience to find the perfect coverage for you. It also includes comprehensive policies on trailers and motorhomes as well. When it comes to your insurance, there's so many options out there, it's going to make you dizzy. Brunt Insurance specializes in making the confusing crystal clear. Fully licensed team, they're going to be with you every step of the way. 954-589-2204, bruntinsurance.com. Let's get to big deal or not a big deal. All right, tonight, 635, Bally Sports, Florida. Miami Marlins at Pittsburgh Pirates. The Marlins' magic number is three. Any combination of Marlins wins and Cubs losses that equal three this weekend, and the Marlins are in the postseason. Edward Cabrera on the hill tonight. He scares me. Jesus Lazardo, though, he, he brought it last night. Can Edward Cabrera do the same? Marlins... Pirates, that's a big game. Big game or not a big game? Tonight, 8, 10 p.m. We're also keeping an eye. Cubs at Brewers. Now, unless you have the MLB Extra Innings Package, you don't get this game. So we're going to be following it on our phone. You know how we do. Like I said, a Cub loss is just as good as a Marlin win at this point. The Brewers are not going to just hand it to the Cubs. They're big rivals. So we're keeping an eye on both at the same time. Cubs at Brewers. That's a big game. Big game or not a big game. Saturday, 12 p.m. ESPN. Number 22 ranked Florida Gators at Kentucky Wildcats. That's right. Kentucky is a one-point favorite. The Gators... 1-0 in conference. Kentucky, 1-0 in conference. So one of these teams is going to jump to second in the SEC East. And unless Georgia loses, remain tied atop the SEC East. Kentucky and Florida, that's always a great game. That's turned into a great rivalry over all these years. Number 22, Florida at Kentucky ESPN. That's a big game. Tomorrow night, 7.30. Apple Plus. New York City FC at Inter-Miami. Now Inter-Miami, they lost the final of the U.S. Open Cup a couple nights ago to Houston. Messi didn't play. Messi's return for tomorrow is questionable. Jordi Alba, 
I think is also very questionable. Inter Miami rolled out their season ticket packages for next year yesterday. I obviously got my, you know, my email. I know Mike Ryan put out a note yesterday. Now, he's got, like, sweet tickets, or he's got, like, the Loge box or whatever. He's very, very rich. He said his two tickets this past year were $6,000. They play about 19 home games. The price now, $30,000 for the pair. Me, conversely, my tickets, I'm not going to tell you exactly the price, but actually, gives a shit. All right, yeah. My tickets... And my seats are, like, right outside the 18. We're in row 31, so we're close to the top. I think it's like 36 or 37 rows. My seats were about 900 a ticket. They've gone up to 2,000 a ticket. So my tickets have more than doubled if I'm going to hold on to those for next year. I'm planning on holding on to them. I already told you my grand scheme with Messi and making a ton of money off him. But I know a lot of fans are pissed. Ticket price, like, mine going up double is, like, the least as far as the price increase. And others have gone up three, four, five times as much. Pretty crazy. Inter-Miami is five points back with only five to play. They do have two games in hand. Inter-Miami hosting NYCFC this weekend. That's a big game. All right. Saturday night. 8 p.m. ACC Network. Georgia Tech. At your Miami Hurricanes. I should say, number 18 ranked Miami Hurricanes. Look, the Canes so far, I think we're all very pleased with the beginning of year number two of the Mario Cristobal era. The Canes right now, this will be their first conference game. And there's no divisions anymore, so it's top two. And right now, sitting atop, you have FSU at 2-0. They're off this week. Louisville's 2-0. So... Because there's no divisions, I think that benefits. I, I, I like the one conference, you know, not two divisions. Canes, this is their first conference game. So Canes hosting Georgia Tech. They're a big favorite. Georgia Tech stinks. The Canes going into tomorrow night. They are a, let me see what the line is on the game. It's not pulling up here. I'm pretty sure the Canes are a big favorite. Georgia Tech is not very good. Anyway, Canes, Georgia Tech, Hard Rock Stadium tomorrow night. Not a big game. Canes are going to crush them. If we know they're going to crush them, it's not a big game. Not a big game. All right. Sunday, 9.30 a.m. What? What's going on 9.30 a.m.? How about this? Disney Plus. Atlanta Falcons versus Jacksonville Jaguars live from London. That's why the game's at 9.30. It's like a second up for the Jaguars. It's on Disney Plus it's the Toy Story game. If you remember, they've experimented with Nickelodeon where you got the slime and you got SpongeBob and there's an alternate broadcast on Nickelodeon. Last year, they did, what's it called? Uh, uh, Green City Street something. I, I, I don't know what the cartoon is called. It's a Disney cartoon or maybe it's Nickelodeon. And they did that with one of the Stanley Cup playoff games where the game is simulcast as a cartoon with the characters, excuse me, from this show. And I saw it synced up with real time. It's perfect. It's so cool. And so this weekend, 9.30 a.m., we are waking up. And don't tell me that it doesn't attract kids. Because my 11-year-old Jordan, like, he'll watch the Dolphins, but he's not a big football fan. He wants to wake up and watch the Toy Story game on Sunday morning. So Falcons, Jaguars... Toy Story game, that's a big game. Sunday, 1 p.m., CBS, Miami Dolphins at Buffalo Bills. Tua, 1-5 against the Buffalo Bills in his career. The one win came last year. It was a game he didn't play well, though. Josh Allen, I believe, is 9-2 against the Miami Dolphins. I told you it's a bigger game for Buffalo, but the Dolphins, they're going to hurt the Bills tomorrow. And they're going to pin a damaging loss on the Bills. And tomorrow goes, Sunday, goes a long way toward the Dolphins winning the AFC East. Here's the thing. There's no shame in losing tomorrow if you're the Dolphins. But if you're going to win the AFC East, you win on Sunday in Buffalo. 
Dolphins at Bills. That's a big game. Finally, I got one more for you ass here. Sunday, 7 p.m., pay-per-view. AEW Wrestle Dream. New pay-per-view just announced like a month ago. Wrestle Dream. You got AEW. You got New Japan guys. You got Ring of Honor stuff. You got Brian Danielson versus NJPW TV champion Zack Sabre Jr. That's going to be awesome. Hangman Page against Swerve Strickland. I'm very into that. FTR versus Aussie Open for the Tag Team Championship. MJF, who's going to be his partner as he's taking on... Uh, who is he taking on? They're, 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 fighting, they're fighting another tag team. I'm sorry they don't remember off the top of my head. You got Omega and Jericho teaming up. They're going up against Don Callis family members, uh, Takeshita and, and, and Sammy Guevara. Sunday night, AEW Wrestle Dream. That's a big game. And that right there is another edition of Big Game or Not a Big Game. And that is courtesy of Brunt Insurance, bruntinsurance.com. All right, so as you can see, there's a lot of important stuff going on this weekend. And, and look, I'll, t- I'll tell you about the big movies coming up. We got to make sure we spend some family time. You got to appease the wife, uh, you know, the kids. You got to be involved with them. All right, so we'll, we'll give you some big movies and not big movies. Don't worry about that. But I got a little bit more for you on the heat here. So more and more details are, are going to come out or came out yesterday. I don't know how many more details can come out as far as how everything went down. Chris Haynes, Yahoo Sports, he had a ton of details. And we know he's tight with Lillard, so he's going to get that from Lillard. Are the Heat sending stuff out there now to, you know, make it so that they don't look bad, that they didn't get the deal done? Yeah, that stuff happens. That's probably the case. But it doesn't mean that isn't true. But we know Chris Haynes is tight with Damian Lillard. So when Chris Haynes comes out with the story yesterday talking about the behind the scenes and the divorce between Damian Lillard and that cockroach Joe Cronin and the Portland Trailblazers, you got to take it serious. There's no Chris Haynes, very credible reporter. There's no reason to believe that's not true. And like I said, this guy is a cockroach. I had a hard time believing that after all this, he wasn't going to actually engage with the Miami Heat, that he wasn't going to come back to the Heat at the end, say, hey, we have this offer from Milwaukee. What can you guys do to not make us take that offer? And he never did. So meaning, the now look, I'm against all of the player empowerment stuff. But I've told you, I'm super transparent about it. Like, I'm hypocritical about it. I'm against all the player empowerment stuff. But in this case... I thought it was going to benefit my team, so I'm going to be able to turn my head. I'm going to look away. I'm going to be okay with it. But overall, but I'm, I'm admitting to you the hypocrisy. Overall, though, I hate the player empowerment. I don't like the player dictating where he wants to go if he's under contract. But here's the thing. When the best player in your franchise history, or arguably, because it's, it's probably some combination of Bill Walton, Clyde Drexler, Damian Lillard. Lillard's probably third. Bill Walton was MVP. He only played the Blazers for 40 years, but he was MVP of the league and finals MVP. Blazers won their only title. Clyde Drexler was with the Blazers longer than Damian Lillard and took the Blazers to two NBA finals while not being able to win one. So Lillard is probably third best player in franchise history. But one of the most beloved players in franchise history... Even if you don't like that he's hint a man to trade, he requested a trade because both parties were amenable to that situation. The Blazers were happy to move on from him because they need to rebuild, and you can't rebuild with Lillard. So it wasn't a trade demand. It's a trade request, and they're happy to acquiesce. (coughs) And even if we don't like, and I don't like it either, the idea of, and I told you, if I'm a Blazer fan... I'm pissed off too because the fact that he said I only want to go to Miami takes away the bargaining power, takes away other teams trying to give you a fair deal. Now, that proved not to be true. That ended up working out. But we didn't know that at the time. Blazer fan didn't know that. And I understood the Blazer fan being angry at the situation. That Lillard's kind of screwing them in that spot. But at the very least, if the most beloved player in your franchise history tells you the team he specifically wants to go to. This cockroach, Joe Cronin, he can't at least pick up the phone to the Miami Heat, have 
have a talk, hear an offer, and then tell Pat Riley, go fuck yourself. I'm not making a deal with you. And then you go back to Lillard. Hey, we spoke. I didn't like the deal. We're moving on. We'll find another deal. He never had a conversation with the Heat. He allowed his feelings to get involved in business. And now you have a player in Damian Lillard who may never forgive the Portland Trail Blazers. Because it's not just about, oh, what about when Joe Crone is eventually fired? Well, maybe Lillard thinks that the owner should have stepped in and done something about it. This guy is a cockroach the way that he treated Damian Lillard. And apparently, in a meeting in Damian Lillard's house earlier this month, Lillard said, if you can't find a trade to Miami, I'd like to rescind my trade request. And Cronin said no. He said no take backs. And that, of course, made the relationship even worse, as you would imagine. (coughs) And they ended up getting the deal from Milwaukee. Lillard, it all works out for him. He's in a really good situation. He's going to a championship contender. But to not even... To not even call Miami just to placate Damian Lillard's request is very disrespectful. Very disrespectful. He is a cockroach, Joe Cronin. And part of the reason it's so frustrating that they didn't land Lillard, right? There's a couple reasons. If you're a Heat fan. Part of the reason it's frustrating. The Heat are always in the mix for all these players. Like I saw someone posted, uh, you know, the Heat have missed out on all these guys who are interested in coming. Part of the reason... It's frustrating is we're always in the mix, which is great. Most teams are not. We are always in the mix. So we always get our hopes up. If it's Durant or if it's Beal or if it's Lillard in this case, we're always in the mix. So we always get our hopes up. And most of the time, you're going to lose out. Because if you're in the mix for every big player, you can't get every big player You're going to lose out most of the time. So we get our hopes up and then we get disappointed most of the time. The second reason it's so frustrating. The regular season now is going to drag. The regular season is going to drag now. Coming off because A, you didn't make any changes. And B, you were just in the finals. And you were just in the finals after being the 8th seed. So it's like, alright, forget about this regular season. Seeding doesn't matter. Can we get to April when it's going to be exciting? Acquiring Lillard would have added a ton of spice to the regular season. That now, this regular season, doesn't have. Now, if Jovic or Jaquez immediately show signs of being legit guys, that'll add some spice. But Lillard would have had your attention for 82 regular season games instead of sitting around and waiting for the postseason. That's frustrating. But I'll tell you, I can't sit here and yell at Heat fans who are trashing Pat Riley. If you're trashing Pat Riley, you need to accept that you're an ingrate. I I heard a caller yesterday on NBA radio. I was listening. I love Frank and and Scow in the morning, Sirius XM NBA radio. I'm listening to my guy Justin Termini and Eddie Johnson in the afternoon. I heard a caller into their show from Miami Heat fan who says, Riley owes us a big move. What the fuck are you talking about? Riley owes us a big move? He hasn't done enough in 28 years? Owes you a big move? The Heat have been in the finals two of the last four years. They just came off the finals. Riley owes us a big move. Like, I I can't argue with Heat fans. You're an ingrate if that's your attitude. As far as Drew Holiday goes, I mean, do they trade him this weekend before camp opens up in Portland, or does it become awkward? I don't know. But I don't... Even though Israel told us yesterday... That, and you go back on in Zaslow Show 2.0 archives and check that out. Even though Israel told us that he thinks there has been communication already about Drew Holiday, I don't see it. I don't see it. The way that that cockroach, Joe Cronin, behaved, and now you, you think the Heat are going to deal with him? Uh, you know, maybe you're cutting your nose off to spite your face, but you also know that he's going to ask for 
Uh, like, is he going to ask for Bam for Drew Holiday? There is, there is no Drew Holiday scenario to Miami upcoming. It's not happening. It's not happening. So, yeah, we're still frustrated. Like, like you got the Portland fans who are doing a victory lap. And, I mean, okay. I, I, don't, I don't know why Portland fans are doing a victory lap when what the Heat would have offered if they had the chance is better than what you got from Milwaukee. I, so, I, I mean, you're playing yourself if you're doing a victory lap. Your general manager decided to get all in his feelings because he's a cockroach and took a lesser deal. It's frustrating, man. Whatever, though. Whatever. We, you know, we're, we're, we're going we're gonna to get to media day on Monday. Everything's going to get going. Everything's going to work out just fine. And you know what? The league has to be hoping that you get Heat Bucks for the fourth time in five years. Gotta hope for that. All right. I know what time it is. I know you guys. Oh, come on, Zazla. Let's go already. <coughs> All right. I know. You're asking yourself, Zazla, I got to know. It's Friday. Is it a big movie or is it not a big movie? Big movie or not a big movie, every Friday, we let you know what's out there. I already told you, I'm going this afternoon. Big movie or not a big movie, what are we going to see? Saw X. Saw X is rated R. It's in theaters today. It's got some drug use, it's got language, it's got grisly bloody violence, it's got torture. It's a horror film, everybody knows that. It stars Tobin Bell as John Kramer, the infamous Jigsaw. It also stars Shawnee Smith. Here's what it's about, John Kramer is back. The most chilling installment of the Saw franchise yet explores the untold chapter of Jigsaw's most personal game. Set between the events of Saw 1 and Saw 2, a sick and desperate John travels to Mexico for a risky and experimental medical procedure in hopes of a miracle cure for his cancer, only to discover the entire operation is a scam to defraud the most vulnerable. Armed with a newfound purpose, John returns to his work, turning the tables on the con artist in his signature visceral way through a series of of ingenious and terrifying traps. Saw X, Rotten Tomatoes media score, 85%. No audience score yet. I love that they're doing this because they did more and more Saw films after Jigsaw died in the real timeline. The movies took a dive. So let's go back and let's do, let's do in between the other movies. So we can bring Jigsaw back. Saw X, that's a big movie. Big movie or not a big movie. This one is called Paw Patrol, the Mighty Movie. It's rated PG. It's out in theaters today. It's got mild action and peril. It stars as the voices of the Paw Patrols, Kristen Bell and James Marsden and McKenna Grace and Taraji P. Henson. Here's what it's about. When a magical meteor crash lands in Adventure City, it gives the Paw Patrol pup superpowers, transforming him into the mighty pups. For Sky, the smallest member of the team, her new powers are a dream come true, but things take a turn for the worse when the pup's arch rival, Humdinger, breaks out of jail and teams up with Victoria Vance, a meteor obsessed mad scientist, to steal the superpowers and turn themselves into supervillains. With the fate of Adventure City hanging in the balance, the mighty pups have to stop the supervillains before it's too late. And Sky will need to learn that even the smallest pup can make the biggest difference. This movie's gonna make a shitload of money. Kids love the Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol, the mighty movie, Rotten Tomatoes media score, 84%. No audience score yet. Paw Patrol, the mighty movie, not a big movie. I will not be seeing it. Not a big movie. But it will make a shitload of money, like I said. All right. Big movie or not a big movie? This is, this is a series. It is on Prime. It is called Gen V. That's right. It premieres today. It's a part of the, the boys universe. Gen V is about the lives of hormonal, competitive superheroes as they put their physical, sexual, and moral boundaries to the test. Gen V Rotten Tomatoes media score, 96%. No audience score. Now, I think a lot of you guys are going to disagree with me. 
I'm going Gen V, not a big movie. Everyone loves The Boys. And I'm not saying that The Boys isn't good. I've tried so many times. I can't follow through with it. I get bored with it. I'm going Gen V, not a big movie. Finally, got one more for you, ass here. This one is called The Creator. It's rated PG-13. It's got strong language, some bloody images, violence. It's a sci-fi action film. It's out in theaters today. It stars John David Washington. Here's what it's about. From writer-director Gareth Edwards, he did Rogue One and Godzilla, comes an epic sci-fi action thriller set amidst a future war between the human race and the forces of artificial intelligence. Joshua, a hardened ex-special forces agent grieving the disappearance of his wife, is recruited to hunt down and kill the creator, the elusive architect of advanced AI, who has developed a mysterious weapon with the power to end the war and mankind itself. Joshua, who team Joshua and his team of elite operatives journey across enemy lines into the dark heart of AI-occupied territory, only to discover the world-ending weapon he's been instructed to destroy is an AI in the form of a young child. I think this movie looks awesome. Rotten Tomatoes media score, 68%. No audience score yet. The creator, that's a big movie. I want to see that. And that right there is another edition of Big Movie or Not a Big Movie. Yes. I'll tell you what's big. You want to know what's big out there? Getting a new car. Getting a new ride is always awesome. If you're in the market for a new car, you can't decide where to go, I send you to the only car dealership I personally endorse, North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. At North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, you're talking the widest inventory of newest Subaru models on the market. That includes the Outback, the Crosstrek, the Forester, the Ascent. If you're looking for a spacious Subaru SUV, North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. You're looking for a reliable Subaru sedan for your daily commute, North Fort Lauderdale Subaru has the perfect model for you. And at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, you could be payment-free for the rest of 2023. Make no payments for 90 days when you purchase any North Fort Lauderdale Subaru vehicle. Shop at home right now. NFLSubaru.com. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, conveniently located on North Andrews Avenue, just north of Cypress Creek Road. The building you know and the place to go. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. Let's get to big deal or not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. We got some baseball here. Final weekend of the season. The Baltimore Orioles. How about the Baltimore Orioles? With a win last night over the Boston Red Sox, the Baltimore Orioles, not only did they win their 100th game, they clinched the AL East. Kevin Brown had the call. And it's up to Tyler Wells and Trevor Story. Strike one. We've talked about all the folks who made this possible. This belongs just as much to all of you who have watched, who have listened, who have come to the ballpark all these years. Just outside the story. Mike Elias, Brandon Hyde, and this organization, they preach patience. We preach patience. You all were patient. You tuned in night after night, hoping for a moment like this. The 1-1 to Story is grounded at third. Ramona Rios from third. The Orioles have done it. Go crazy, Baltimore. You are the new champions of the American League East. All right, I'm going big deal. I mean, really cool for the Orioles fans. That'll be a really fun environment. Uh, Camden Yards for postseason games. They've won 100 games. Hell of an accomplishment. I'm going big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. So, Angel Hernandez, everybody knows, worst umpire in Major League Baseball. Makes no sense that he's still employed. You know he's still employed? Because you got a union. You know, the, the, the union is strong. And even though he's the worst umpire in Major League Baseball history, he gets to continue blowing the game out there. And the Phillies yesterday, Bryce Harper was... Angel Hernandez was on third base. Bryce Harper, and you see in the replay, doesn't even come close to swinging, to going all the way around. They appealed to third. Angel Hernandez calls him out, and all hell breaks loose. They get there this year. 3-2 pitch. Slow it in. Ball. Oh, they said he went around. 
Uh-oh. Uh-oh. He's going to be out of this game if he keeps this up. He is out of this game. I got to tell you, naked eye, he did not swing at that. Dusty's going to stand in. to play. It just seems like every single time he is on the bases or behind the plate, there's always an issue. It's almost 100% of the time. Somebody's getting a souvenir. Well, you decide. Oh, oh my, my goodness. goodness gracious. Oh my goodness. That is just terrible. Yeah, I'm going big deal. And you heard the announcers when they finally saw the replay. I mean, it wasn't even close. It is a crime that this guy is still a major league umpire. All-time worst. Big deal or not a big deal. Good morning football this morning on NFL Network. How about Peter Schrager? He is pumped up for the Dolphins and Bills. I think that the result is going to be we're going to be talking about this Dolphins offense yeah. some more. Yeah. And they get Jalen Waddle back. And Ian's report is illuminating because last week they didn't even have him and they scored 70 points and they're running circles right now. And now if they did it against a Broncos defense that seemed to have no answers last week, the complete opposite would be a Buffalo Bills defense that basically shut out the Commanders last week and shut out the Raiders except for one touchdown the week before. And it's playing in their building and has a lot of pride. I cannot wait for this game. I think it's the rare one o'clock game on the schedule that is the premier matchup of the week. And I just don't know if there's a better X's and O's matchup than Sean McDermott and this Bills defense than Mike McDaniel and this Dolphins offense. If I'm picking one right now and Buffalo don't come at me, mm -hmm. I'm picking the Dolphins. I'm taking the Dolphins in this one. And I think it's a high scoring game. And I just think it's a track meet. We're in September. It's supposed to be 70 degrees out. Like the elements are not going to play a role. So great. Mm -hmm. I, I love. I love what they've done the last two games. The Bills defense. They've corrected things. And I know McDermott's the guy. No longer Leslie Frazier. And that there's a lot of pride in this. I just feel like the Miami Dolphins are having a moment right mm -hmm. now, and they're in their bag. And I'm not sure there's any defense in the league that's stopping <clears> them until injuries finally catch up with the squad. I mean, how can you not go big deal? The Dolphins are a major talking point every national show. I think we're getting a hell of a game this week. That's a big deal. And finally, one more for you. Big deal or not a big deal. So Travis Hunter, you know, he's the two-way player for Colorado. And you remember a couple weeks ago, they had the big win against Colorado State where Travis Hunter was taking out 30 hits from uh, Henry Blackburn, uh, DB for Colorado State. Travis Hunter was in at wide receiver. And he had death threats, which are terrible, obviously. And Travis Hunter made a video yesterday where he told everyone how he reached out to Henry Blackburn so that they could get together and let everybody know that there's no beef and that it's all good. It's your boy Travis Hunter here. We're back with another banger. We got a special guest. Come on in, man. What's up with you? What up? How we doing? How we doing? Good. Go ahead and let the people know who you is. You know, Henry Blackburn. You know, play at CSU. We just we just played uh, last last weekend or last Saturday. You know, I was just making sure my, 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 my guy's straight. Yeah. You know, just making sure he's good, checking in with him. I know we, we talked after the game on the phone and then through yeah. the DMs and stuff. and Made, made this happen for the yeah. people that love to see negativity. This ain't a negative video, man. It's great positive. And you know how we get. It's nothing but positivity this way. So make sure you like, comment, subscribe. I mean, this guy is my new favorite player, Travis Hunter. What a good kid. Such a cool video. That's a big deal. And that right there is another addition a big deal or not a big deal. Yes. All right. That, that's a wrap for this week. Guys, tomorrow, actually tomorrow and Sunday, we're going to have two editions this weekend of It's Still Real to Me. We'll do our regular wrestling show tomorrow morning. 
recap a big week. And on Sunday, we'll do a preview show for AEW Wrestle Dream. So make sure you check that out. It's under the Zaslow Show 2.0 banner. Everywhere you get Zaslow Show 2.0, you'll have two editions of It's Still Real to Me coming at you this weekend. Make sure you're listening tonight, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. I'm filling in tonight on Amber and Ian. I will be co-hosting with my old partner, Amber Wilson, tonight from 7 to 9 p.m. on ESPN Radio. Make sure you like, you rate, you comment, you do all that stuff. Today's show brought to you by Bet Online. Thanks to everybody who helped put together a great show today. Can't do it without all your hard work. We'll talk to you on Zaslow Show 2.0 on Monday. Know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie, and right now, you got special holiday prices on six-packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing.